yourselves up. We're talking bedtime. Bedtime, baby. Welcome back to the Ours and Yours podcast. This is Sienna Clary, your host. Your hostess with the mostest. And my name is Josh Clary, a.k.a. Dr. Clary. Oh, yeah. We're going to be chatting about bedtime in a few minutes. Um, but first, let's talk about something more lighthearted. What's that? What What's more lighthearted than bedtime, Sienna? Let's dive into our life updates. Okay, okay. Let's do it. Well, a lot has happened since the last time that we talked to y'all. As always. Per the usual. And I don't know about Sienna, but I have a ton of updates. I have three updates. Three is it? Yeah. Let's go every other, and then I'll do my extra ones. Because I have like eight. Holy moly. Yeah. You came prepared today. I did. I have my... Mr. Clary, which is not normal. It's because you gave me this amazing composition notebook. Legal pad. Legal pad. Not composition <laughs> notebook. I love legal pads, y'all. If you haven't broke into the legal pad arena, start doing that. Way better than every other notebook ever. That's funny. What you got, baby? So today, I had a simmer pot on the stove, and it was just the best. I sit, I did that during nap time, and it just made our house smell so good. And I put oranges, apples, and cinnamon sticks, and then pumpkin pie spice, Ooh. which was the real kicker. Like, that was the best part. Like, don't forget the spices when you do simmer pots. I've been begging you to do simmer pots for a while. Have I kept, you? Yeah, I kept sending you all those videos on Instagram. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Um, so that was good. And then yesterday during nap time, I spent an hour and a half making creamy chicken noodle soup. Ooh. It takes forever, but it makes a huge pot. And it's one of the recipes that Josh and I like the most because it's creamy and thick. It's not brothy. And that recipe, I can link it down below for you guys. It's the Reams noodles. It's the one on the back of the package. And I have a theory. I think that the recipes on the back of the packages are some of the best recipes ever. Well, that's because they made them on the back of the package. No, like seriously, people look over that so much. It's so good. Stop sleeping on that, that's, y'all. Those are our favorite chocolate chip pancake recipes mm. was on a back of a package mm-hmm. the obviously the big one is the green bean casserole that everyone makes back of the package Ooh. the pumpkin pie on the back of the can that's the best recipe for that and this chicken noodle soup i was like looking for a chicken noodle soup recipe like last year and i was like i'm looking on the back of this package and long and behold there it was and i made it and it was perfect and i liked it which means it was very good. Yeah, it just takes, the downside is, it takes an hour and a half for me to make. And so I only make it like once a year. But it makes a lot and then I freeze the leftovers. So we have a little bit of a stockpile of it. But, but that's okay. But, you know. And then, uh, sorry, I'm just going to go with all my updates first. Okay. I already you just said, like, you just said I did like. They all kind of go together. All right, all right. I already said two of them. Okay. But our last update is that we finally got a dresser for our bedroom yeah we did oh my goodness we this is a long time coming years years and years we always hold out until we find like the perfect thing and you're pretty particular too i am yeah and we finally found the perfect thing the budget was right the style was right the timing was right the location was right perfection Profession. So now we, beautiful. now we have a dresser in our bedroom. And it's right under our TV, so that's pretty cool. And Josh, is this the first dresser we've ever had in our bedroom? Yes. In our entirety of living together? I think so. I think so, too. Yeah, definitely is. All right, get on with your updates. All You're right, so excited everybody. sitting over there. I'm not excited. I'm just excited to talk to y'all. But anyways, so I went to the dentist, and I have got to share the story of my bravery and glory so whenever i go to the dentist i always go in and i am off the rocker on what's it called xanax valium yes valium valium is it valium yes that's it yeah 
normally I go in on that because I'm so scared of the dentist, but I had cavities that needed filled, three of them, and I went in with no Valium. I'm I didn't take you. medicine because we didn't have any. You did good, and, and you I was still very went. scared. And I was, they even asked, they asked me, they're like, do you want to go? Do you want to leave and wait till you have medicine? Because I was freaking out. Yeah. And I did it with no medicine, just gas. Very proud of very, you. Very, very, very good moment for Dr. Josh. You actually did better than you did on medicine this time. Yeah. Was... This time there was minor cussing on our way there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and just a mini meltdown in the waiting room. Mm-hmm. But normally, like when you are on the medicine, you're like crying the whole way there or like uh-huh. pissed off. Yeah. Which like you were pissed off, but yeah. not as nearly as bad. And then the whole way home, you're like bawling. And you, last time you were like hitting your head. I'm so dumb. I'm so dumb. I'm so dumb. Yeah. And then this time on the way home, I was still sad. You didn't. Yeah, I was. You weren't as bad. Right. You did better, I think. Which cool. that medicine makes you like it makes it causes like depressive thoughts. Yeah. Which makes sense on why you're so sad. Because I'm a sad boy. On it. Okay, got two more updates. I went out with my brother, and that was so fun. So I don't normally go out that often, but I've went out twice in the past week. Now that I think about it, and actually like done a little bit of going out for for me, you know. Mm-hmm. So um, I went out with my brother Jeremy, and we went to small town by where we live and we played pool for a few hours it was really fun and i was only a little bit late for being home on time and it's because jeremy stole my keys so i did really good and then i went out with a couple of my friends and we went to your co-workers yeah my co-workers and um we went to applebee's and it was super super fun so i haven't had applebee's for geez it's been a minute it's been a fat minute yeah yeah so go to Applebee's. If you haven't been for a while, go get half-price appetizers. Always good. Always fun. All right. My last update, which is really cool, and Sienna doesn't even know this yet, is that um, so I've been like reading Bible verses a little bit more, and I think that you know that, and I've been looking up stuff in the Bible. But I, I don't started, know that. Oh, well, I have been. Okay. And like on my laptop at work, I have two Bible verses that I'm trying to learn. And then on my other computer monitor, I have two more Bible verses that I'm starting to learn. So I've got four that are pretty meaningful right now to work. And then I started journaling. Cool. It's kind right. of a mixture of like Bible journaling mm-hmm. and just like prompt journaling. Does that make sense? Like so you would look up something and it's like asks you a question and you answer it? Kind of. Is that what like, you're talking about? I mean, just like a question that might be like on my mind or something that someone says and it just kind of sticks with me. Um, so, yeah, I've done that. Or, like, if, I, nice. if something happens and I want to, like, if I'm mad about it or upset or happy, I mean, like, any of the emotions, right? I throw it down when I'm feeling it because that kind of helps me. Like, I did it today at work. I got mad about something. Mm-hmm. And I literally wrote down, like, rah, 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 and then found a couple of verses on, like, being upset. Yeah. And then I wrote it down. made me feel instantly better. That's good. So, yeah. I'm proud of you. And then I have a quote on the beginning of it that I like. I'm going to write, like, a whole bunch of quotes and, like, put, like, fun stuff on here. Do you want a quote from the Bible? Let's hear it. Do you want it when I was angry? Or do you want it when I was <laughs> whatever, angry? Whatever one. I'll tell you. So, I wrote Sienna a really sweet text message today. Yes, that was and very sweet. And it was when I was writing. I wrote about you. Aw. And so, the Bible verse was Ephesians 5.25. And it says, Husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church. Which we talked about in our life group a few weeks ago. But it was a it was a prompt that I saw, and it's like, what would you tell yourself five years ago? And so I wrote about three different things, and Sienna was the third one. Aw, not first. Nope. <laughs> no, that's sweet. Yeah. I, I love that. And you did send me a very sweet, long text. I did. Because I wanted I you to feel it. loved. Ten years in, and I still get those texts. You I love that. always will get those texts, baby. All right. I Let's... thought of an update while you were talking. Tell me about it. And it's thought the window now oh yeah i started writing cove's first birthday letter so we write our kids letters every year and it's supposed to be on their birthdays but we're always late and procrastinating so she's 18 months she turned 18 months yesterday 
and she's definitely changing. Like, oh, yeah. It's crazy how the milestones are, like, right on the dot. Right. But anyway, I started writing that. I'm not done yet, but it's just emotionally, like, training. <laughs> it takes a lot of mental, like, memory, like, you know, a lot in just writing, it, and it hurts my hand because I have carpal tunnel. But, yeah, that's exciting. Your favorite um, old couple. And I, still, and I still have to write Cruz's third birthday letter. I'm so far behind, but the the point of these letters are like to save them, and we kind of like write about that year. So like I write about Cove's first year of life. Hopefully, when she's older, we're we're gonna do it until they're eighteen, and then they get to read them all. And so it's just a good like to just remember what they were like at that age, and also especially when they're little and things haven't happened like yet to them you know you never know what life's gonna bring you if like one of us are gonna turn sick or if we die or if like we don't have a relationship with them when they're 18 or blah 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 this blah 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 that or just um anything could happen right either even like the career choices they make or if they think something about themselves we could go back to these letters and be like look Eight months old, Crew was outgoing and saying hi to people at the grocery store randomly. Like, you know what I mean? He can, like, wow, I've always been outgoing. Things like that. It's just to document things. And it's just going to be fun and sentimental for them to look back and say, like, oh, man, this is how my mom and dad felt about me. Yeah. It's pretty special. Very sweet. Okay. What was your pit and pee? Hmm. (laughs) My pit? was yesterday after bedtime why wasn't it yesterday when i was really upset with crew at bedtime it was yeah because we had my grandparents over and so my grandparents they came over for dinner they cooked us a really nice meal that's kind yeah, of a little bit that of was so nice so sweet so so sweet if you can cook for people do it and she so nice they live 35 minutes away and she prepped it all and brought it just over so to her. awesome Minute Maid steaks, mashed potatoes and gravy, peas. The whole shebang. The whole shebang. Oh, yeah. The rolls. I went to go eat them today, and there was mold on one. And I was like, oh, no. But it was just a little bit. And I was like, I'm just going to check. There was four rolls left. I was like, I was going to have two of them. And I checked the other one, and it didn't have mold. So I was like, that's probably fine. And then so I went to get another one because I had to throw the one away, and I wanted two. It had mold on it. Oh, you just threw them all. And so the fourth one didn't. And so I ate the two that didn't. But weren't they all connected? Yeah. They were Hawaiian rolls. And I ate the two that didn't. And they literally tasted like mold when I was eating them. So why did you eat them? Uh, I was already there. That's the... That is... (laughs) That's heinous. That is heinous. Yeah. If anything has mold in it, you probably just shouldn't eat it. I just really wanted a roll. And I was looking forward to it all day. Oh, my gosh. And so I just, I committed to it. That like, is sick. I know. That's effing disgusting. It was gross. Okay, grody. Okay, so that's your pit. So what were we, yeah. Oh, sorry. Okay. Last night, I was just drained. And crew wasn't listening for bedtime, which is funny. I swear that these episodes <laughs> are, like, cursed. Because last week we talked about gift gifting, gift giving. And we had a fight. Well, an experience let down, we said. Before the episode, and then tonight we're talking about bedtime, and last night's bedtime was rough, and this tonight's bedtime was rough too, but I'm a little bit better. I have more energy for that tonight. We need to do a podcast about how we win the lottery and become really good at finances. It's a good idea. And your peak? My peak. Okay, so Monday you worked late, but you got the morning, a few hours off in the morning, and we went grocery shopping together, and that was actually my peak. Why? We were just, like, the energy was good, and we were, like, laughing a lot in the car, and then, like, when we got home, putting the groceries away, we were, like, teasing each other. Oh, yeah, and I, like, ran off the porch trying to get you yeah. and sacrificed my hip. I thought that was sweet, and I loved that. We kind of got in a little bit of a, a fight on the way there. Do you remember? And then... <laughs> wait. Oh, wait, no, that, that was that, was that, was that Halloween. night. Oh, yeah, that was Halloween. So Sienna and I were pretending to fight. Like we were actually we kind of like pretending to yeah, fight. Yeah, we were actually kind of mad. And she's like, "You want something? You want fifty cent coin darts from Sonic?" Like we've been talking about this all day. So no, we, we were on our way to yeah, Sonic. We were to gonna get go to Sonic cent corn dogs. to get fifty cent corn. And dogs. I said, "How many do you want?" And I said, "I don't want. I'm not hungry." 
And I said, fine, then me either. And then we just sat in silence for about 10 seconds. And then we both looked at each other and said, at the same time, so how many want? <laughs> and we both started laughing. So, no. I mean, we've just been... Sienna's kind of got a, she got a crush on me. I don't know. Oh, you say that every week, Clary. She does. All right. You ready for my pit and peak? Yes. What do you it. want first? Pit or peak? Pit. My pit is I have had so much stress and anxiety about my surgery next week. Yeah. Sorry. So that's my pit. And my peaks are so many. I've had so much fun this week. We had um, the parade with the kids. That was so much fun. I got a new Chiefs jersey, which is really cool. I went out with my coworkers, which was so fun. I got to hang out with my grandparents and my brother. It was really fun. Um, we got the shout out from David Norton. Yeah. Or my boy. From Married at First Sight. Which I, I've been, I think that David's fantastic. And he followed all of us on Instagram. He followed me and well, the podcast. Me. Yeah, of course he's not following me. <laughs> but he gave us a shout out on his story. Oh, That's Married at First Sight, love. And then someone else, another mini celebrity, liked our podcast. So, pretty exciting things. That was your peak? Um, well, I just named off all my peaks. There oh. was like six things right there. But no, that was not my peak. So what is your peak? Every year on November 2nd, the Christmas Starbucks drinks come out. Oh, Lord. And this year, on November 1st, I was able to secure the first chestnut praline of the season a day early because I had a Starbucks plug. I'm not going to say where, but I had a Starbucks plug that let me get a chestnut praline frappuccino one day before it started. And then the second day, I got a chestnut praline latte blonde. Mm. I'm happy for you. I live for chestnut praline, y'all. And Thankfully, they haven't taken it away. Because the seasonal drinks, they take them away. Uh, like, do. pumpkin spice is a staple. They're right. not going to take that away. But, like, chestnut praline, it's been a staple for a long time now. But I would not be surprised if they took it away. I, I don't think it's going anywhere. I feel like pumpkin spice is equals peppermint mocha of winter. You know, those are, like, the two main ones, I think, that stay. I, I don't know. I think, that, I think that chestnut praline is the most popular Really? I would, yeah. All right, should we get into bedtime? Let's do it, it, girl. If you guys are feeling generous. Yeah, if you're feeling generous tonight, you can go to Venmo. (laughs) No, no, no. Okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. What, what? If you're feeling generous tonight, follow us. Subscribe to our show. Yes, get on to Apple Podcasts. Thanks to those of you who have. I'm actually impressed with you guys. Most of you guys have subscribed. Thank you. To those who have not, do it right now. Pause this episode. Yeah. And And go subscribe. To the potty. And then you can resume. (gasps) That could be our catchphrase. Welcome to the potty. Absolutely not. I love it. No. Okay. Bedtime. Tonight we're talking about something that can be so sweet. Or it can be. Demonic. And (laughs) multiple moldy Hawaiian buns. What? Hawaiian roll buns. What are you talking about? I'm saying sketchy, like your buns that you ate. Oh, my. Yeah, or it can be demonic and creepy and spooky and scary. All the bad things in the world. Yeah. So, I'm going to give you a rundown of our schedule for this podcast episode. Yeah. We're going to talk about our current bedtime routine with the kids. We're going to be going over routine tips and then specifically sleep tips and then bedtime don'ts. That's how we're going to round it out tonight to start off i think you need to know a few basics we have two children crew is three cove is 18 months we're going to kind of talk about their age right now but this episode will apply basically to all ages i think mostly yeah i would say like little kids right like one to four yeah maybe yeah yeah sure <laughs> sure. Sure. We don't know about the old life yet, like sure. when your kids are older, so that's yeah. uncharted territories. So Just throw them in the bedroom with the right. iPad. First, our routine. I want to mention we used to do it separately, but now we do it together. So like Josh used to split off with crew, and I would go with Cove, and we'd do them in their separate rooms. 
separately. And then it wasn't working for us. And it wasn't specifically working for me when Josh was gone at nighttime because he had class and he was working a lot of nights. So I decided to make it easy on myself and do it together in the living room. And that has worked good for us. And I think it's bonding time for the kids too. So I I like doing it as a family. What do you think about that? I agree 100%. I think that even it gives us additional time together, but I feel like it's not like, oh, mom always goes with Cove and mom wants to be with Cove and not with me, crew. Yeah. Daddy's only with crew. And kind of like vice versa, you know? Right. But when we just had crew, we would do it in his room. Yeah. The bedtime routine. And I also think that, like you said, it does give the kids time together, mm-hmm. which is fun because I do think that they play with each other yeah, quite do. a bit at bedtime. They do. Okay, so our routine. Our, our kids' bedtime is at 7.30. Uh-huh. That's the time we want them in bed, all ready to go. We have to start early <laughs> because crew, if it was just Cove, boom. 7.20. She's done. Easy. She takes no time. I think we could literally start at probably 7.10. Like 7. 7. 7.10. Yeah. Um, but crew takes forever. He is the master of stalling. Yes. So we literally start at 6.15. And so 6.15 comes. Right. We pick up all the toys as soon as as soon as soon we're done playing. We'll pick up the toys. Get everything ready. Um. We make them pick up with us. Mm-hmm. Cove can too. Which and she does. And she does. And she does better than crew. It's funny. But I, I heard once that you should say, Mommy's going to help you pick up. You shouldn't say like, please help me pick up crew. You should say, Mommy's going to help you pick up. These are yeah, your toys. I'm, I'm helping toys. you. So yeah, we pick up all the toys. Um, a few linger sometimes, <laughs> depending on the night. And here's kind of the things that we do at bedtime. We brush teeth. Get dressed in our pajamas, and we read two books. Right. We've done that ever since our kids were born. I'm forever, yeah. Yeah. It's always really good to start reading early, and that's a good routine set time that we do it every day is at bedtime. We sing Kova song, and crew specifically has to go pee before bed. And we put on crew's eczema lotion. But that's about it. And we don't do them in specific orders. No. We used to, like when Crew was a baby, we did it in a specific order, but now that everything's kind of wild. No order, just as long as we get everything done, it's fine. If we hit a point where, because Crew, I mean, those are stop, and we're not like on a super tight, like, we have to get on right now. Like, it's like, we're pretty lax with That's it. That's why we start early. Right. After they get ready, they get to watch a little bit of a show. Which... You probably shouldn't have your kids do screen time no, before it's bed. Actually like, we bad. Know that. like, we know that. Yeah, blue light is bad before bed. Right. But we do, because we're bad parents. <laughs> no, it's because we're real. We all usually snuggle up on the couch. Like, yeah. All of us. Most the of whole the family. time. Yeah. Most Unless of... we have to. Yeah, go ahead. Sometimes I, like, tie up the loose ends and, like, put stuff away and do all that stuff, do the dogs or whatnot. But, yeah. yeah. And that is a gift that Sienna does normally give me is, like, she's normally like, hey, you lo- like love on the kids. Yeah. And that is nice. Like, I really do love that time. Yeah. It's very special. And then, so we'll all snuggle. We'll, we let them watch TV for, like, 10 minutes. Yeah, probably about 7 to 10 minutes, depending yeah. on what time Until 7 o'clock. And then crew will, the timer will go off, and he'll ask for another few minutes. So we'll set, like, another two-minute timer. And then we take crew and Cove to crew's bedroom, mm-hmm. where we give him playtime play in, play in his crib. Which is usually 45 seconds or a minute and a half, like whatever we're feeling. And then he'll ask for another timer and we'll give him 45 more seconds and we'll just play with him. Like he, he has like certain games that we play right before bed. Yeah. Or if he's really involved with the toy, he'll do that. Right. He, he usually tells us. Or he'll us make us he do funny stuff like carry him around in a blanket or yeah. anything like that. Whatever. So we'll do that. And then we will do check ins, which. Yes. And this, at this point, we turn on the sound machine, shut the lights off, say, stay in your crib. He's in a toddler bed. We say, stay in your crib. We'll be back for check-ins. We give him three check-ins. This bedtime routine has evolved yeah. throughout the years because he has a say. You know, he has an opinion now about how things should run. And we've had ran into problems that we've had to, like, fix. So that's where these check-ins came from. So we do check-ins. 
usually I do one, dad does one, and then whoever he wants to do the last one does the last one. During check-ins, you just go in and either play one of his little games, sing a song, do a little story time. With his, like, stuffed animal. Yeah, whatever he wants to do. And then after all the check-ins are done, he likes to call mom back in for snugging a rug. Which is cute. So he goes, Mom, Mama, every single night, no matter what mood he's in, go into his room. I pray with him. Lately, he's just been running around while I pray. Before that, he would actually, like, lay in his bed and close his eyes and pray, but not lately. So I pray. We do hugs and kisses, which normally he doesn't want. (laughs) I say, do you want a hug and a kiss? He said, no, but he used to. (laughs) And then I do snug in a rug, and I tuck him in with his blanket, snug as a bug in a rug, and then I leave. And then he calls me back in 10 million times. (laughs) And then I say, crew, go to bed. And he'll get mad and say, okay. Call me back and he'll be like, turn my fan on. And then I'll say, good night. And he's like, good night. And he's like, mom, <laughs> keep the light on out there. And then I say, okay. And he's like, mom, I have to poop. Oh, yeah. A thousand callbacks, which I'm sure people are used to. Mm-hmm. Other parents, that that's how it goes. And then finally, somehow, by the grace of God, I get the kid to sleep. Yes. Meanwhile, while we're doing check-ins. And all I- of that shenanigans. <laughs> When Josh is in there doing his check-in, I usually put Cove down for bed, and I'll go take her in her room. <laughs> That's such a different experience. With a little know. lamp on, and I sing her her song, and she gets the same song sung to her every single night, because it's part of her bedtime routine. And I kiss her. And she snuggles you. And then I lay her down, and I say, night-night. And she goes, night-night. And I close the door, sound machine on, lights off, close the door, and she goes to Meanwhile, on the other side of the house, I'm fighting a freaking crocodile yeah. to stay in bed. So, that is our bedtime routine. I also want to say, we do not have everything figured out. Not even close. Bedtime and nap time, like the routines, are one of my biggest struggle areas throughout the whole day. They're, it's what makes me lose my patience the most. It drives me nuts because you're, like, so close to that alone time. I can taste it. And I'm so tired because I've been, this obviously, like, at the end of the hours with the kids. Like, I've been with them for all these hours ahead of time. So I'm, like, drained from that. And I'm usually hungry (laughs) and tired. And it's just, like, a time that's hard. Especially when, like, Cove is so easy. But crew is not and he usually acts or behaves the worst during that time especially in the bathroom especially when he has to go pee bathroom and poop we love the kid he's so cute he threw the scrub daddy in the toilet tonight of course he did or today during that time so he is is really funny so take our advice But mostly we're here to share what we do so you don't feel alone and to share some of the tips we do have. We do not have, I mean, we try our best, right? I think so. We have good sleepers. We do. That is something we can say. Hallelujah. They sleep through the night. Once Once we get them to bed, they stay in bed for the most part. Right. And we pick on crew a lot about bedtime, but... He is so sweet. And we do, we yeah, adore that kid. Sweet. He's so sweet. And he, he is such a punk. And if you're listening to this like 15 years from now, 16, 17 years from now, you're punk because you know how to play us. Because he can be being the worst ever before bed. And then he'll say something funny. Tonight, he was, he's like, what are you doing over there, babe? To me. I know. And he calls me a hot dog. Like you doing your big hot dog? What are you doing, you big hot dog? I'm like, girl, you're such a turd. But no, our kids are great. So, yeah, like Sienna said, we're not we're not the sleep gurus. We're blessed with two good sleepers, and you're not alone. Yes, sleeping there's is been, hard. There's been so many times I've cried over bedtime. So many. Are we ready to get into our tips? I think so. These are our bedtime routine tips, and same goes for nap time. We do a mini version of this for nap time, basically. 
I mean, the only thing that's different is we don't read books for nap time and we don't do a show for nap time. For toddlers, it's good to give them options. So that's something you might want to try. Say, what pajamas do you want to wear? Do you want to brush your teeth first or read books first? Which books do you want to read? Things like that. I try to give through options. Do is it, does it work? I don't know. But I try. They say it should work, okay? The next thing is a bedtime chart. We went through a little phase, and it was helpful for a, pe- a period of time that it was. I just made a little graphic of, like, all the steps. Like, brush your teeth, put your pajamas on, pick up your toys, all the different steps. And it was laminated. Josh got it laminated at work, and we had, he had a dry erase marker that he would, like, put an X through the picture of the thing that he did. And it was motivation kind of like to move on to the next thing because he knew like as soon as he did it, he got to mark it off, which he liked to do. Um, but our bedtime routine changed. And so the graphic was no longer up to date. So we kind of got rid of that. And he was kind of getting a little rowdy with the dry erase marker. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't want, you know, that to be marked up everywhere. But you could do a Velcro system or like, a paper clip, I mean, a clothespin chart. There's other things if you want to, if you don't want to do a dry erase marker. But I, I mean, I think that's worth a try. It worked pretty well. I mean, he did enjoy it quite a bit. Yeah. I like the idea of a clothespin one. I think that that's easy. Yeah, it's easy. Yeah. And then another thing is we've had to bribe crew. So we'll <sighs> say, if you take a good nap tonight, we will give you this in the morning. Right now, it's Halloween candy. It's so I very say, transactional. If, if you, yeah. So I say, if you take a good nap tonight, crew, I'll give you Halloween candy in the morning. And that works sometimes. Sometimes it doesn't. Tonight, I had to take it away um, because the kid wasn't listening. So I said, I'm going to take away your Halloween candy if you get out of bed. Which... One more time. And he got out of bed. So I said, sorry, no more candy. And it does make him sad. I do think that he... You know, because he'll ask, like, can I earn it back? Yeah, he said, will you think about it? Yeah. And so he does have that, you know, like, oh, I have to, I have got to listen to get the things that I want. Mm -hmm. You know, which is, like, transactional parenting is not good a lot of the time. Like, we talk about how we don't want to be like that. Right. But I do feel like he's learning from it. Not our best parenting style with that. But it does. Especially not candy. Well, we don't always do candy. No, no, no. But it's always like a sweet treat. Sometimes. <laughs> Most of the time it is. Well, yeah, I guess. It's like juice or... It's just is what it is. Okay, go ahead. We wish it, it wasn't like that, but... Yeah. We've, I mean, that's what gets them excited. Sometimes it's a toy, like if we're going grocery shopping, I'll say you can pick out a little toy. A Hot Wheels car. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I try to steer away from food. You're not supposed to do food-related rewards, because it teaches them that this specific, like, let's just say candy, like I'm doing now, it teaches them that candy is special, and it's more off-limits than other foods. You're not supposed to do that, so don't take our advice on this. (laughs) You can pick out a different, I wish we would have started with a different reward, like stickers or something not food-related, but he's so used to doing food-related stuff now that that's what gets him excited. But yeah, I would say if you're going to do a reward in the morning, which it does work sometimes, a lot of the times for us, just, I would try to do a non-food related one. Yeah. If you can. You guys will figure out something that fits works for your family. You just said fits worse for your family. (laughs) That works for your family. Okay, there it is. Another incentive that I can say at nighttime is, do you want dad to wake you up in the morning? Oh, yeah. Because normally I wake him up. And so when dad goes to work, like, you know, he sometimes doesn't see you in the morning. It's just exciting for him to have you wake him up because you don't always do that. So, and, and I'll be like, all right, crew, do you want dad to wake you up in the morning? He'll be like, yeah. And I'll be like, okay, you can see dad in the morning because sometimes he'll ask for you. Like, right. I want daddy, I want daddy. And I'll say, he'll wake you up in the morning. And then you like have him help you get dressed and ready for work. He, like, loves he that. likes that. And sometimes I'll get him ready. Like I'll do his hair and yeah. stuff. Yeah. It's cute. And then I want to dive a little bit more deep into our check-in system and why we why we created it. Do you remember why we created it, Josh? I don't. So it was when we were going through that really bad spot with crew. Which when, I'll talk a little bit about during the bedtime don'ts. Yeah. When, when you had to sleep on his couch and on his floor. 
which was like a two-week period, and we were depressed, and we were like crying every day. We're like, this sucks. So if you're like in a situation like that, it really does suck. It does. It's horrible. Like when you're actually in that moment, you're like, my life is over, (laughs) basically. And when you're not getting any sleep, it's just, you think the world's going to end. So much harder. So anyway, during that period, I read a lot. I researched a lot about sleep because he was a good sleep. Like, this had never happened to us before. It's just, like, came in a big shock for us. And I think he was going through something emotionally. But anyway, when toddlers call you back in a million times, um, they just want to know that you're, like, there and you're checking on them to make sure they're okay. And so I read somewhere that you could implement check-ins where you naturally give them a set amount of check-ins and you go in and check on them and it makes them feel comforted and safe. So he said, crew, we'll give you three check-ins. And he's like, oh, okay. So that's how we started our check-ins. And we do it because it's supposed to be like you're checking in on them while they're sleeping to make sure they're doing okay or if they need anything. And they're allowed to, you know, get a drink of water, give mom and dad an extra hug during the check-ins. That's what they're built in for, to do all those little extra things. Or if they need to go to the bathroom again, just anything like that. They have three check-ins. And then when the third check-in's over, you're not coming back in. So if, if your little one calls you back in a million times, that's good. I think that's a good something that you could try. Something you could try out. And you could even put a physical like image to it if you want. We don't do that, but like, like you could give him three tokens that he can redeem. Or put a chart in his room, like you know, for the three check-ins that he has that night or what, whatever. Okay, another one is make your word as good as gold. We've talked about this before, but this is so important at bedtime. If you say you're going to do something, do it. If you say you're not going to do something, don't do it. If you're going to take something away, actually take it away. And something we need to be better about, Josh, you and I, is not saying something that we don't mean. Mm. So, like, tonight you said, Crew said, I don't want my sound machine on tonight. And you said, okay, but I'm not going to turn it back on for you. Which, you shouldn't have said that. Because we both know that he wants his sound machine on. And you're going to have to take that back anyway. You know what I mean? That's true. So we, we, I both, we both need to work on this. Because I do too. I say things that I, I know I'm going to go back on. So we need to work on not saying things that we're not going to go through with. So we have two more tips left. Earlier, we told you that we started at 6.15 and bedtime's at 7.30. So our tip is to start early. Oh, yeah. There was a point in time where crew was not getting to bed until like 8 o'clock, 8.30. And that's because we weren't, we had to shift how early we started. Yeah. Because he got just worse. <laughs> like more distracted. Yeah, harder. harder. We're distracted. He wanted to play more. Mm-hmm. He wanted to spend more time with us. It took longer to combat that. And so we still have time it to ourselves, to Josh and I, after the kids go to bed. We just had to start bedtime way earlier. And I think that's a good idea for people to think about. Like, it's an option. It's just so important when you're married to really invest in your marriage and invest in your relationship. And I think a lot of the t- that time for Sienna and I, we we show our connection, our marriage in front of our kids, but it's that intimate time together. It's the time where we're going to be able to hang out, to talk. Quality time. Quality time, you know. And so when you aren't getting that, it's just going to kind of push you away from your partner a little bit, which isn't good for your family, right? Yeah. Because... If you're you and your wife or you and your husband like aren't tight, then it's just gonna make the rest of the family not as tight as they should be. Exactly. So Um, and then our last tip is to set some timers. Yeah, set some freaking timers. Set some timers into your routine. And it's good to warn your kids that bedtime's coming so they have a little bit of time to process, like, okay. Like, bedtime's coming. I'm not going to have that much longer to play. You know, things like that. And, like, we told you with our routine, we set a lot of timers. Um, but it works. And it's good. Y'all have a smartphone. Yeah. Or a smartwatch. Or something. Or, or Alexa. Alexa. 
y'all got all these things around you all the time. It's so easy to set a timer. And also, I do think that it helps your little one start to understand better the concept of time. Oh, yeah. Like, Krug gets it. Yeah, like, he knows. Because we say, we set a one-minute timer, and then, like, when one minute goes off, then he, you know, it re- resonates with him. Like, oh, that was one minute. Right. Or if we set a five-minute timer, he's like, oh, that was longer. Five yeah. minutes. Right. Or if we say a 45-minute timer, he'll be like, no, like, two minutes. <laughs> like, he'll say those things. Or if, we, if we're watching a movie or a show at night, and we give him that, we'll say, all right, you have one, we're going to set one more timer. All right, Alexa, set a two-minute timer. No, 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 Dad, set a five-minute timer. Yeah. So he does get it, for sure. It's funny. He'll say, when I'm leaving his room at night, he says, set a one-minute timer for me to wake up. Yeah. He wants to sleep for one minute, one minute. and then wake up. I'm like, no, I'm setting a 12-hour timer. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> He's like, no, one minute. And I was like, I'll do 12 hours. He's like, good night. <laughs> <laughs> Because he doesn't want to go to bed. Yeah. All right. Sleep tips. This is where we can really help you guys. Oh, yeah. We follow Taking Care of Babies. She's a nurse. She's a mom of five kids, I think. Oh, my gosh. Four or five. I really trust her advice. Um, She has over a million followers on Instagram. At Taking Care of Babies. Kara. Yeah, not care of. It's Kara because her name is Kara. C-A- all right, taking Kara babies. You've probably heard of her. Life changing. Literally life changing. We took her sleep class with both kids. We paid for it. The best money. Best money we've ever spent on anything. Literally on anything. And it's my whole not life. like it's not like we had a lot of extra money floating around for it. We anyway, didn't. we didn't. It was only like one hundred and seventy-five dollars or something like that at the time that we took it. Worth every penny. Every Seriously. every penny. So if you are, are hardcore struggling with actual sleep, like you have your kids waking up in the middle of the night, things like that, I would highly, highly, highly recommend following her on Instagram. She shares a bunch of free stuff. Even more than that, taking one of her classes if if it's really bad for you. Here's another thing too. If you're in a spot financially, or if you can scrape together some money if you're not in a spot take it before your baby is born yes absolutely sienna and i sat on on our bed and we watched these videos together before we had crew we both took notes Mm -hmm. we put things in our phones we printed stuff off it was one quality time getting excited for our baby to come you know because you're being super intentional to learn about how to take care of that baby and how to help them sleep and it works Yes, absolutely. And it's not sleep training like cry it out method. It's not that. It's very gentle. And if I had to recommend one class, it'd be the newborn class. But Josh and I took the bundle. It's five-month bundle. It's newborn class and three to five months. That is perfect. I would highly recommend that. I think I think a lot of the times when people have babies, you think to yourself, like, oh, my gosh, I'm alone. Like, no one else's baby acts like this. No one else's baby is like. Like, everything that you're going through is something that is very similar to what everyone goes through when they have a baby. Mm-hmm. I mean, these are all common things. And she just has a great way of explaining why it happens and then how to combat that. Yeah, and it honestly gave me peace because she teaches more than just sleep. Right. She taught me basically how to be a mom. I'm not even joking. Like, she gave you feeding schedules. She says, this is how much you need to feed them. You know what I mean? Like, if you, kn- I knew nothing about babies. Again, she's like, this is how you hold them to calm them down. Like, it's more than just right. sleep tips. This is how you swaddle. Yeah, she taught you how to swaddle. It's, like, a lot. It's, it's really nice. Okay, enough on that. We're going to give you some of our sleep tips that we learned through her not everything, obviously, because you have to pay for the class yeah, to get all the, that. Pay for the class. And this is specifically for overnight and bedtime. Their pay- nap time's a whole different. When your kids are different ages, it's all different. But these are the tips these are, this for is, any age. Yeah. Well, almost any age. Especially the age that our kids are right now, toddlers. Yeah. So here it is. Sound machine. Sound machine. So helpful. Um, she says by the age of two is when they don't need it anymore. 
um, scientifically. It doesn't help them anymore, too. But we still use it with crew because he likes it. Right. Um, but we've quieted it down since We're then. trying to get rid of it. Yeah. Um, sleep sacks. Crew grew out of his sleep sack. He doesn't use it anymore. He still he's using asks for it, though. Sometimes. Um, he's using a real blanket right now. But Cove is still in the sleep sack. And it's a good thing because blankets are not recommended for a certain amount until a certain age. Blankets and pillows are not allowed to be in the crib. A sleep sack is different. It's blanket, but it's wearable, so it's not going to go over their face. It's kind of like a trans... Imagine it as like a transition swaddle. Yeah. Like it's it's the step between a blanket and a the swaddle. swaddle. It's yeah. perfect. It's the best. And it gives me peace of mind knowing that there's not going to be a blanket over her face. The other night, our heater went out, and we did have to give her a blanket, which she's old enough for. Yeah, but I mean, she's 18 months now. Mm-hmm. Still, we're like, oh, we're like checking the monitor. So it's just nice to have a sleep sack. The temperature in their rooms needs to be cool between 68 and 72 degrees. And dress them like you're dressed. So do we wear sleep sleepy pajamas with... I'm, I'm going to get a lot of people mad. Do we wear sleepy pajamas with feet? And hand covering us? No. No. Do we use a blanket? Yes. So you can have a blanket. But what are we wearing under the blanket? Mm-hmm. I wear shorts and a t-shirt. What do you wear to bed? Nothing. Okay. So they don't need much, okay? Don't overheat them. They like to sleep cool. And that's exactly how we are as adults, too. Also, I do wear clothes to bed. I sleep <laughs> in, like, the shorts. Okay. Blackout curtains is next. Yes. Make it dark in their room. It's it's a must. That Seriously. is an absolute must. Um, another thing is don't let their last nap in too late in the day. She has a specific post on like um how many hours for your age of your for the age of your kiddo. Um, but you don't want to make sure that nap is like going too late in the day. Our kids wake up from their naps at three thirty and their bedtime's at seven thirty and that works good. Works good for us, yeah. We're on the short end of the spectrum, though. Like, they can go longer to be awake, but that they're doing good with that. So that's what we do. And then she recommends having at least a 30-minute bedtime routine. Like, minimum. Just so that way they get the wind-down time. Routines are just so important for sleep in general. They really don't underestimate a routine. Oh, no. They really help. And then on that same note, Keep a consistent bedtime routine even when you travel. So if traveling is hard for you and sleep-wise, she says, like, bring the sound machine. Bring blackout curtains. Some people even bring their own sheets. Like, it's that extreme. We didn't do that. No, but something that I do do is, like, books. We always read two books. We Mm -hmm. always sing that one song to cope. I will still do that even if we're, like, at my mom's or something. I want to make sure that she knows that's like a signal in her brain that, oh, it's it's my bedtime now. It's not nap time. It's bedtime. I'm going to sleep for a long time now. It's dark. You know? Things like that. So those are some really good sleep tips for you guys. All right. So before we get into our bedtime don'ts, I would love it if you could get on to Apple Podcasts or Spotify. If you're on Spotify, give us a five-star rating. If you're on Apple, we would really, really love and appreciate a review and a five-star rating. We accept nothing less. Um, No, I'm just joking. But uh, just that helps us grow our channel and helps get our podcast out to more people. So if you do that, that just really, really supports us. So friends, family, listeners, come in clutch. Give us that five-star rating and review. Yes. And it is November, which means it's Christmas. However, we're still offering you guys our free fall date night list if you review our podcast. It's getting very close to being done, though. Yes, this might be the last chance you get or one of the last chances you get because we're about to transition to a winter date night list. So if you want the fall one, even for next year, because Mm -hmm. it's never going to be released again, Hop on it and send us a screenshot at ours.yours.podcast on Instagram, and we will send you over that free date night list for the fall. And it's really good. And I have to let you in on a little secret. Anybody who has already left a review 
automatically gets the winter date night list too. What? Stop it. So everybody who left a review for the summer one, they got the fall one automatically for free. So if you have left a review for our fall one, guess what you're getting when it comes out? Hey, hey, hey. The winter one too. So get on the winter one early by doing it now. <laughs> exactly. All right. Let's get into these bedtime don'ts. Okay. I think the biggest bedtime don't is do not start new habits mm. you don't want to keep up with. Yes. Amen to that. Because if you are a routine family with bedtime, that new habit becomes a part of the routine. Yes. Whether you like it or not. Yeah. It's literally so funny. Sometimes I have to remind myself, like, yeah, you are the mom. You are in charge. That's, that's one of my things. Is it the, literally feels like he's in charge sometimes. Yeah. That's one of my things that I said. I said, you are in control. Don't let your child think that they are can, in control at bedtime. Yeah. And I think crew thinks he does. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but back to my point is that do not start new habits. That one time when we were struggling with crew, we're like, oh, dad can just sleep on your couch for one, one time. Mm-mm-mm. Uh-uh. If it's a one-time thing, like, don't even speak it into existence unless you're okay with it sticking around forever. So, like, the check-ins, that's fine. We, we, we could commit to doing that forever. Right? Right. But sleeping on the couch, that's not something we can commit to doing forever. So, let's not bring it up. Yeah. So, that was something that I put on my don't list is do not let them sleep in your bed and do not sleep. In their room. Yeah. They're, a lot of families do this, though. They do, and they get in a trap. One of my coworkers told me that her daughter at 18 will still randomly sleep in her mom's bed. Seriously. I believe it. No freaking way. Now, I, I think it. that the only, the only, only, only pass to this would be if your kid is sick. Like or vomiting. Like, yeah, needs or, special attention, obviously. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, here's the thing, too. With any of these tips, like, you know what your child's needs are. Exactly. We are not. We are not in your situation. This is just what our don'ts are with our family. So. Yeah. But, yeah. Jeez, that's just a slippery slope, and that is a trap. Nap trap. Nap trap. The last tip that I have for, um, like, a be- the, the last bedtime don't that I have is don't get emotional because those kids will match your energy. Yeah. Now, I am very, I'm a hypocrite saying this because I get so tired at bedtime. I'm so tired because crew can just be such a hard, hard person to get down. And it's, it's literally just because he wants to hang out. And I know that. But he would hang out. If he could hang out, he'd hang out until all night. All night. Like, I'm not he, even the, joking. I the, don't think that kid would ever fall the asleep. The kid doesn't have to sleep. No. He doesn't have to ever sleep. But, no, it's you're in control. Stay in control and keep your composure. Even if you're tired. Even if you're not sleeping very well. And even we, if you're going through something, if you're sick, like, you are still the parent. You are still in control. So. Keep your emotions at bay and then process them with your significant other, with your wife, after. We've had plenty of not good parenting moments around bedtime where we've yelled and lost our temper and said things we didn't mean and acted certain ways that we shouldn't have acted, but we cannot stoop down. Right. And, and I we've will done say, way better about it. I will say that no matter what happens, I, I do not think that there has ever been a time when I have gotten upset or lost my cool, or you have, and we haven't fixed that situation with the crew. Yeah. Or, well, never Cove, because she's so small. Yeah, we've never done but that with Cove. But like, there's never been a time where we haven't went back in after we gained our composure and talked it out with the crew. It's important that you can admit when you're wrong. Right. And say sorry, because that teaches them how to do that when they are wrong. And it shows them, you know, right. it's just a good teaching moment. 
Right. And like, and it mends your soul because you feel bad. You know, there have been moments where I've lost my cool. I'll go in, I'll talk to Gru and be like, hey, I'm sorry, daddy lost his cool. And he'll be like, I'm sorry I didn't listen. Yeah. And he's not like acting scared or upset or anything like that. Because usually there's just so much, like you know, like y'all know if you have kids. Everybody's just, been there. There's just this buildup that like they're screaming. They're getting mad. They're getting upset. You're you're trying to explain to them like why we are doing this and they can't conceptualize what you're saying because they are a little human, right? Yeah. And then it's just so stressful and it just finally pops off. But that's not an excuse to get mad or like get loud or and you know. It's Josh just... and I always check each other. We do. And I don't like I don't know if we just do really good with this, but like we don't take it personally. I think that we realize that we're a team and we're trying to help each other. Like so we're like, hey, like what you're doing is not okay or hey, you're veering off like what we right. what like we don't do that. But yeah, like, like what we'll our, our boundaries are within things like that. Or like you know, or that that wasn't really fair of you to do that. We'll call each other out. Yeah, like if you know, if I was to get mad and be like, All right, now you just you know what, you lost you can't go to the park tomorrow. Right. Well, that's not really a natural punishment. No, it's and not a natural, natural punishment. Punishments. And it's like tomorrow. He's not going to remember tomorrow. Right. Yeah. So. And I think the biggest thing is something to do. Not 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 to do, but something to do is to give yourself a lot of grace and to give your kid a lot of grace. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so hard. It's so hard to be a parent. But I guess that something to not do is to not think that you are the only person that goes through this. I feel like I tell Sienna all the time, like, hey, this is just a phase. This is two-year-olds. This is two-and-a-half-year-olds. This is three. You know what I mean? Like, you are you are not alone. There are plenty, plenty of tired mamas and daddies out there that get stressed out, get overwhelmed. It's part of being a parent, and that's okay. I think overall, I just want to end with how sweet bedtime can be, too. It's something that I think should be cherished and slowed down and quality time with your kiddos and like even Cove, like snuggling her, singing to her. So sweet. And I feel like we're talking when we talk about the sweet moments, we're talking a lot more about Cove. Um, just because she's in uh, she's just so much younger than crew. So she is not as challenging. But there's still so many sweet moments with Crew where we'll play these new games and he's just so excited and full of energy and life. And he's just so happy. You know, like, it's such a cool feeling to just be so loved unconditionally. Mm-hmm. Like, those moments when we spend with Crew before bed, you can tell are some of his favorite moments. Yeah. So it's like, remember that because that's that's his time to just, he just loves you and wants to, like, your kids just adore you, and they want to spend time with you. And when they call you back in a million times, they miss you. They want to spend time with you. They don't want a scary mom or a scary dad yelling at them, saying, what do you want now? Yeah. Or, just go to sleep. I don't care about you. Not that we'd oh, say geez, that. Oh, jeez, yeah. Like, like, we don't say like, that. Mom, I need water. It's just like, I don't care. Go to bed. Right. They don't, like, that's not what they want. They, they just want love you. They know that they're safe and yeah. good. And so just be that that soft place your kids can land and know can, that you're there for them. And if you can, sing to your babies. Like, even if you're not a good singer, I literally, I have songs that just are so meaningful to me now. I know. That I sing to our kids. And another thing is add in one thing in the bedtime. If you dread bedtime, add one thing in for you. That's fair. The kids like, you know. You can add in what they like to do, read books, you know, do play games, whatnot. But add in something for mom and dad to do. Like, I like to sing to them. I do, too. Um, I do, too. So that's something that you can look forward to. And maybe it can just, like, you know. Can really help. Help I mean, your that attitude. Can even, like, yeah, change your attitude. Help make it a more positive experience. Mm-hmm. Okay, guys. That's the end of this episode. Seriously, good luck with bedtime tonight. It's a big one, tackling it. Go in. Lots of love, lots of grace. 
and some new tactics. Yeah. And if you have those babies, just hug the crap out of them tonight. Just before you go to bed or tomorrow morning, like before their next nap or sleep time, just give them that love. Just love the crap out of your kids because all these seasons that you're going to have, like this one to three to four, like it's going to be gone so fast. And before you know it, they're not even going to want you in that room for bedtime. Yeah. So soak it up, breathe it in, enjoy the highs, lows, the the pits and peaks. Just breathe it in. Exactly. It's a season and enjoy the season. Next week, we're going to be chatting about our love story, baby. Ooh. Until then, we're signing off. We will catch you guys next week. We love y'all. Good night. Good night. Sleep, Sleep tight. Dreams. Yeah. Yeah, good. She's not good. She's a bug in the road.